It's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. Hey, good morning and happy Easter to you all. Terrific to have you here. Well played for being here amongst all of the options that you had available Sunday morning, Easter Sunday. Now, it's April 2023, which means, among other things, that it's been three years and change since COVID came onto the global radar. And uh, I have a theory. Uh, I don't have the stats to back this up, so it's more of a working theory. Uh, My working theory is that During 2020 and 2021, globally speaking, the most used word was the word unprecedented, which makes sense because everything to do with COVID was very much unprecedented, unless you're 130 years old and you survived the Spanish flu. Um, and, And I think the word unprecedented was used in unprecedented ways and used an unprecedented number of times. So it even kind of accelerated its own. It's just a theory. Part two of my theory is I think the second most used word during this time was the word uncertain, which I think now, thanks to the invasion of Ukraine, uh, rising interest rates and inflation and so on, I think uncertain has now leapfrogged unprecedented as being the number one used word on the planet. Uh, I saw this meme pop up on socials recently. Uh, Supermarket cashier, would you like a receipt? Me. Uh, No, I'd rather forget the whole experience. One of the things that I love about Easter is that it points to some things that we can be certain of, some things we can count on. Because Jesus rose again, you can hope again. Because Jesus came back from the dead, you can come back from whatever it is that's been holding you down. Because Jesus overcame death, you can overcome what's ever got you feeling overwhelmed. And this is the biggest one. Because Jesus lives, you and I can experience new life. This certainty, however, was not the case on that Sunday morning before the sun rose amongst Jesus' followers. In fact, darkness, both literally and figuratively, was their experience in that moment because to them it looked like darkness had won. It looked like despair had won and ultimately it looked like death had won. So let's pick up the events as the sun rose on that very Sunday. Early on Sunday morning as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to visit the tomb. Now they were there just to carry out the rituals of embalming and so on and so forth, just customary things. And to them, this idea that you do it at dawn again was just part of the ritual. And so the fact that it was a new day was it was kind of just the thing that you do. But what they didn't realize 
And what they'd ultimately come to learn is that this wasn't any ordinary new day. It wasn't just a literal new day. And in fact, as they showed up to the tomb to do the ritual embalming and so on and so forth, an angel of the Lord appeared and rolled the tombstone away and then perched himself on the top of the tombstone, which is kind of like, sounds like a cool dude. Said to the women, don't be afraid, which is like, yeah, if an angel is going to show up the foot of your bed tomorrow morning and perch himself up in the door frame, you'd be like, don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead just as he said would happen. Come see where his body is lying. You ever known somebody that's terrible at listening? I mean, you might be sitting next to them right now. And, and you've told them something and then you've kind of circled back with them and they're like, huh, well, why didn't you tell me that before? And you're like, ah. homicidal thoughts. Jesus had told his followers again and again and again and again and again that he was going to be killed and that after he was killed, he was going to rise from the dead three days later. And yet despite having told them this story, this prophecy predicting his future on, on endless loop, when it actually happened, they were all shocked. They were all surprised. How come nobody told us this was going to happen? But now it had happened. And it was a surprise to his followers. But here's the reassuring thing. It wasn't a surprise to Jesus. And the reason I say it's reassuring is because it's not just reassuring to his followers when he eventually appeared to them. It can be reassuring to us today that Jesus, it's impossible for Jesus to be caught by surprise. The creator of the heavens and the earth doesn't get caught off guard. Your health diagnosis didn't catch Jesus by surprise. And not only did it not catch Jesus by surprise, not only did his death not catch him by surprise, he also knew what to do next. And so he knows what to do next in your current challenge, in your relationship challenge. It might have caught you by surprise. Everything was going so well. But it didn't catch Jesus by surprise and he is not confused about what he's going to do Next, oh, the interest rates have gone up again. How am I? The Reserve Bank did not catch Jesus off guard. And he's not confused about what he's going to do next in your life. 
I'm just going to pin my colours to the wall right here, right now. Anyone that can predict their own death and resurrection and then pull it off, not only have you got my attention, I'm leaning in. I'm listening. I'm like, nice. Okay. What else you got? See, I'm not just going to listen to Jesus predict his own death and resurrection, although that, <laughs> you got my attention. That's some serious headlines right there. What else you got? What else did you say that, that, that I think, well, if you knew that, what else do you know? What else have you got up your sleeve? Well, here's some of Jesus' bangers. While Jesus walked the earth, he told his followers that you are valued by your heavenly Father. We could shut up shop right now. That could just be enough for some of you to walk out of here with a new hope. God knows your needs before you ask. My Father is always working, and so am I. With God, all things are possible. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. And I think this was his greatest hit. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will never die. Now, it's Easter and I can't see past the third row. So the reality is I'm just going to have to assume is some of you are here because you want to be here. Great. Some of you are here to please your mom. Okay, well, you know, whatever works. Uh, and some of you have been bribed by the offer of a nice lunch. Hey, but you've got to come to my church first. It's like, all right, I'll take one for the team. And if you fall into the second or third category, I'm self-aware enough to understand that this Easter story seems absolutely preposterous. That 2,000 years ago, some guy, some rabbi, was very publicly killed. History's not disputing that. Was put into a tomb that was sealed and that was guarded by an elite group of Roman soldiers. Again, history doesn't dispute that. <laughs> but that he then somehow himself came back from the dead, made it through a closed tomb and, and got back into the real world like some David Blaine illusion. I understand. It sounds absolutely preposterous. But the angel makes this invitation to the two Marys because, because, because in that moment it would have sounded just as preposterous to them standing outside the tomb that they stood in front of three days earlier while Jesus' very mutilated body was put and sealed and guarded. And the angel made an invitation, extended an invitation to them. He said, come and see for yourself. 
If it was an illusion, the angel wouldn't have said that. Would have just, just take my word for it. No, can't go in there. And I want to, on this Easter Sunday, 2023, extend the same invitation to you. That you might think, okay, I'll have a look. I mean, what do you got to lose, right? You could be right. Jesus is still dead. You lost nothing. You had to look around. Yep, I knew it. Christians been lying to us for 2,000 years. Typical. Just wanted my money. But if it's true, then we actually live in a reality where darkness did not win. Where despair did not win and where ultimately death did not win. And that can be your reality into your future. That you can live with a reality that in your life, despair does not have to win. Darkness does not have to win. Death does not have to be the end of your story. And I'm just extending the invitation that the angels extended to the Marys. Come and see for yourself. You know, I, I, I say this occasionally to people who aren't followers of Jesus and people that trust me. So, because what I'm about to say makes me sound like a jerk. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, but, you know, people in my sphere that aren't yet Jesus followers that I'm praying for, um, that think this, this is all a fairy tale. Uh, I say to them, I hope. For your sake, you're right. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, because, like, sure, if, if, if this is a fairy tale, then why would, you, why, would, why would I want you to believe in this? Uh, but if it's true, it literally, literally uh, changes everything. So as Louis comes, I, let me just pray for us this Easter Sunday. Um, and, I'm, and let me say one thing that I say to our team members every Easter, every Christmas. Um, the, the, the power isn't knowing how the story ends. The power is knowing what it means for us today. And so for those of you that don't yet believe this story, that Jesus rose from the dead, again, the invitation is come and look for yourself. And if you do believe the story and that's influencing your life, then, then use today as a springboard to allow Jesus to influence your life even more. When Jesus' followers still feel despair, Jesus' followers still experience darkness, and Jesus' followers still think some things in their life are dead before Jesus has declared them dead. And so all of us have the opportunity to have resurrection become our reality in our lives from this day forward. Let me just quickly pray. And uh, the team are waiting in the wings. Thank you, Lord, for, well, what I personally believe actually happened. 
that you went to the cross, you endured that incredible pain, you did it by choice, you abandoned heaven, and ultimately death was not the end of the story, you actually overcame death, and because of that we too can experience eternal life, resurrected life. And so I thank you for those who have put their faith in you and chosen to follow you and you've declared over us that you will have from that day forward the gift of eternal life. For those yet convinced, God, that are here this morning, I thank you that they're here and uh, just echo the invitation of the angels. Come and see for yourself. Jesus is not here. He's risen. Amen. We really hope you've got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love for you to join one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. For those of you beyond the Perth area, we'd love for you to connect with our online experience, which premieres every Sunday via YouTube and Facebook Live, and on demand immediately after. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me and also download our Elevate Church AU app.